Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Gellman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gellman, and in today's episode, we are going to be doing the week six review of the league, my own personal fantasy football league. This, I think, was the craziest week of fantasy football I've ever seen, I've ever played. You guys are going to be able to see that very, very soon. So yeah, we have a lot of crazy matchups to go over, so let's get right into the episode. So, let's just start off with the least competitive matchup of the week, and that was Cup of Joe versus Underperformers. As you can see, it was a major, major blood. Cup of Joe winning by 100, winning 103 to 77. And um, this was like the this was because Jacob Fulton played pretty solid. He picked up a great quarterback after that that Prescott injury. Ryan Fitzpatrick was solid 15. He had Joe Mixon that had a 12.9 exactly his projection. Uh, he had Ronald Jones, who was one of the highest running backs. Um, of the week with 24 points. AJ Brown with the two touchdown game. Um, John Brown actually had zero points. Um, Ryan Andrew was two, um, which those are probably two uh, duds on his team. But overall, his team played really, really well. Um, his defense and kicker also playing uh, pretty solid with the eight points each. But then we want to uh, Jeremy's team, and his team, like his team name um, tells you, they really just underperformed. Patrick Mahomes, 20 points. You don't really want 20 points coming from Patrick Mahomes. You would want more like 30. And so 20 points is pretty disappointing. Reed Mostert, that was a good start. He looked really good in the game. Wasn't his fault. He got injured around the beginning or the end of the second quarter. Didn't play the rest of the game. That really uh, that really hurt. Jeremy Alexander Madison was projected, projected 16 points, only with three. Uh, his game script. Uh, was not really good for him. The car, the Vikings were down the whole time. He was not able to get consistent uh, carries going. And then his wide receivers, all of them with under six points. Not really, um, not really what, what you like to see from your three wide receivers. Um, and then Hayden Hurst finally had a good game with 11.7. Finally caught a touchdown. Kenny Galladay at the flex. That's a weird spot to put your best wide receiver. But he had 10.5 points. A pretty good game for him. And then Steven Gostowski with only two, and Washington D with six. So Jeremy's team overall did not play very well. Only had one, two, three, four players with over 10 points, while Jacob had one, two, three, four, four players at the same amount, but Jacob's uh, just whole team played much, much better, and that really showed him the scoreboard. Jacob now four and two, third place in the league, while Jeremy is two and four, sixth in the league. So Jeremy, again, Gonna have to improve his team, especially with all those injuries he has um, with Ricky Mostert and Austin Eckler on his bench. So, uh, yeah, let's go on to the next matchup here. And that is uh, my matchup, actually. Fresh Prince of Hilaire versus uh, Thielen. I'm not gonna uh, finish that name, but uh, yeah, we have Thielen versus Fresh Prince of Hilaire. And I won 120 to 99. And again, this was a pretty close game. I know it shows that I won by 21 points, but there's a kind of larger picture uh, to the story. So on Sunday, um, on Sunday, everyone on our team played pretty well. Um, 
Jonah had Deshaun Watson, uh, Mike Davis, Mike Davis, uh, Thielen, Godwin, Hawkinson, Sanders, uh, his defense, and his second Sanders player. And they all played pretty well. Adam Thielen had an okay game. Uh, so did TJ Hawkinson, uh, Mike Davis, okay. Uh, Deshaun Watson had a, a crazy game, I think was quarterback one on the week. And uh, uh, yeah, so a pretty solid uh, performance from Johnny's team. I, I guess you'd say from his role players because as we're going, to, as I'm going to mention, Ezekiel Elliott and DeAndre Hopkins, they played on Monday night. So Johnny was coming into the Monday night game without um, his two, uh, his first and second round pick played. Uh, but then you move on to my team, I Lamar. I think was a top five quarterback this week. Played really, really well. Got that rushing touchdown, thankfully. And then I had Jonathan Taylor, who played okay. And then I really everyone else on my team besides my the defense and my kicker. Uh, played uh, really well. Uh, one player actually played, I would say, um, extremely, extremely well, and that is Derek Henry with 38 points, running back one on the week. I think that is the second most points scored this week in fantasy, uh, this year in fantasy in our league, only behind Aaron Jones. He had 41 uh, one week, but Derek Henry had a crazy game, 38 points, over 200 yards rushing, over 260 yards from the script, from scrimmage, uh, two touchdowns, uh, killed the Texans, Sadly, but was good for fantasy. And but then you look at my so that was that was good on my team. That well not good. That was amazing on my team. But then you go to the wide receiver position, and every single one of my wide receivers, not even my wide receivers, my all my three wide receivers and my ten, all of them had under one point eight points. And I know Johnny Smith was injured for most of the game, and he only had one reception. He had that high ankle sprain, but still, all of them had under one. One, um, all of them had under one point. But let's go over each one. Cooper Cup, I watched that whole game on Sunday night. He missed, he dropped two touchdowns that would have given me a much bigger lead. Julian had one reception for eight yards. The only way he was able to get that next one point is that he threw for over 25 yards. My wide receiver, instead of doing his job and getting receptions, was throwing the ball, which was a little upsetting. Johnny Smith, I mentioned, was injured. And then Mike Evans had a pretty disappointing game with only one points, but whatever, Mike Evans is going to do that sometimes. So that was just really deflating for my team, especially after that crazy performance. I thought I was in a really good spot. Uh, so coming into Monday night, I was up by around 30 points, and I was really nervous because it's not that hard for Zeke and uh, D-Hop to combine for 30 points. Really 15 each, that's a mediocre game for both. But the fantasy gods blessed me. Ezekiel had a terrible game with only four points. He had two fumbles. And DeAndre Hopkins, thank God Calamari was not playing his best football because he missed some deep shots to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and uh, that would have really changed the tide of the game. So yes, I won it by 21 points, but it was definitely nerve-wracking watching that game last night, Monday night. Johnny now. Um, at three and three, fourth in the league, still still would make the playoffs if the league ended today. And I am six and zero. Oh. Yes, very excited. Cannot believe I'm six and zero. Oh. Very thankful to uh, my team, fancy gods, and all of that. Um, so I'm still I'm first in the league, six and zero. Oh. Hopefully, going to continue that uh, streak uh, this week against Jake. And now let's get on to our third matchup. And when we go into our third matchup, this uh, this one is a little more competitive than the last two. We have CDs versus Chicago Bihars, 116 um, RL wins against Abe's 110 points. So 
on Sunday, this game looked like it was a blowout. RL had uh, really good performances from all of his players. Brian Tannehill, uh, James Conner, Calvin Ridley, Justin Jefferson, who was looking amazing in fantasy and just in real life. Um, as a as a wide receiver, looks like it would be a star in the league. Um, and so, yeah, all those players scored really, really well and really put RL ahead. Um, and so it, did, it was not looking good for Abe coming into the Sunday night and Monday night games. But then he had an explosion from three players, well, from two players on the Sunday night game, Robert Woods with 10 points and George Kittle with 17. So that closed the gap even more in this matchup, which allowed Abe to have a fighting chance, I guess you could say, on uh, during Monday night's game. And then Monday night happened in band. Kyler Murray has one of the best fantasy games that he's had all year. He had over 70 rushing yards. He had a rushing touchdown, threw for two touchdowns um, with, with only nine completions, actually, but had a really good game. And at one point, Abe was winning the matchup against Ariel after being down 30-plus points. So it was looking really good for Abe, especially with your, if you're up and you have your quarterback playing. But Ariel still had Zane Gonzalez and CeeDee Lamb playing. Um, and this is the kind of the downfall of a lot of fantasy football games. Garbage time points. CeeDee Lamb, the Giant, I mean, the Cowboys were down 20-plus points. And then they kept throwing the ball down the field. CeeDee Lamb kept getting those receptions. I think only had one reception in the first half. Finished the game with seven. So had six receptions that second half, which killed Abe, and that allowed Ariel to uh, win by six points, along with a last-minute uh, field goal by Zane Gonzalez. So a tough loss for Abe, still with only one win on the season, one and five, eighth in the league. While well, Ariel moves up to second uh, with a record of four and two, um, two games behind the first place where I am. And now we are going to get on to the most. A crazy matchup that I have ever seen in a fantasy football um, season. I played in multiple leagues, multiple uh, kind of DFS, I guess you could say daily fantasy, and I've never seen a matchup like this before. So let's, uh, I'm just going to show you, let's not stop talking about it. So I'm not going to, right here we have Robert Steen Lockett versus Jake Steen Johnson. And as you can see from the score, Robert won by 0.1 points. 0.1 points, which is an extreme, extreme uh, margin. Uh, very, very small. And the story behind it is even crazier. But let's first, let's just get on to uh, going over their teams. So let's start with Jake. Jake had pretty good performances at the start through all his players. David Johnson had a touchdown. AJ Pearson surprisingly had a touchdown. Uh, Rob. Julio Jones finally had a good game with over um, 25 points. Brandon Cook got a touchdown. Um, the Giants surprisingly played good on, well on defense. So Jake had a lot of touchdowns, was looking really uh, good. It was up a very, very solid amount. And then you come on to the Monday night games at the 4 o'clock game. It was, it was pretty bad, honestly, to have a Monday night football game at 4 o'clock. I was not able to do any of my work, but that's besides the point. So coming into Monday night, Robert was down a bunch of points. I don't remember exactly how much. And he had Travis Kelsey and Stephon Diggs, while Robert, uh, while Jake had Josh Allen. And so right here, um, so the game starts, and bam. Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown. Stephon Diggs catches a touchdown. Then Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown. And that puts Robert up 
and Josh Allen's not playing so well at the same time. So that puts Robert up in the lead for a little bit of time. And then, again, the garbage points, uh, the garbage time points, they come into play. Josh Allen's trying to throw the ball down the field to try to get some garbage time points, and he throws an interception to Sorensen. And that, at the time, Jake was up by 1.9 points, and that interception minus two brought uh, took away two points, of course, from his total, which caused Robert to go up by 0.1 points. And then, of course, the the, uh, the Chiefs, they knelt the ball and the game was over. So that last second interception by Josh Allen cost Jake the game, and he would have won if Josh Allen was just taking a knee and just taking it slow. But it was a crazy, crazy finish. Uh, we were all good. We have a fantasy football chat. We were all going crazy. It was the most cr insane finish to a fantasy football game I've ever seen. And I'm happy for Robert. Finally got another win. Two and four in the lead. Um, uh, seventh in the standings. And Jake also two and four. But fifth in the standings by points. Um, and I've lost. Jake has lost three in a row. So crazy, insane matchup. I told you guys this week was going to be have some crazy matchups. Um, yeah, so that's the last, that was the matchup of the week and the last matchup that we're going to be going over for this episode. Before we get to the studded dead of the week, let's look at the standings. As of right now, at the bottom, you have Chicago Beehars with a record of 1-5. and five. Um, Then you have tied for 5th, 6th, and 7th. You have Johnson, Underperformers, and Lockett with a record of 2-4. and four. Then, we, then you have solely in 4th place, uh, John with record of 3-3. And, three. and then a two-way tie for 2nd place uh, with CDs and Cup of Joe. And then you have Freshman Solaire, myself, undefeated with a record of 6-0, first in the league, looking really, really good. Um, and yeah, so now, now you guys see him be standing. Let's go on to the stud and dud of the week. Um, and I think the dud of the week is going to have to go to Josh Allen. As I mentioned uh, right before we went over the standings, that he threw that last-minute pick, and that cost Jake the game. And I know other people have really underperformed and that might have caused them to lose. But if you look back at the other games, this was uh, at the other matchups, this was the closest one and that was really the thing that sh that shook up this matchup a lot. So Josh Allen is going to have to get the dud of the week uh, for week six. I'm sorry, Jake, but he just, he just deserved it after that terrible, terrible pick uh, to cause you to lose the game. And for the stud of the week, I'm actually going to be giving it to two players. One player that's actually not owned, um, or is not able to be owned in our fantasy football league, and one that is um, definitely owned. And the first one is kind of a little bit of a joke, but it is Sorensen. Um, the safety for the um, uh, safety for the Chiefs, and he was the one that actually picked off uh, Josh Allen in the uh, end of the last minute which caused Robert to win. So he's definitely going, Daniel Sorensen picked off Josh Allen um, that, at that last minute that caused Robert to win. So he's going, he is the stud for Robert's team and probably for the whole week because he caused, he single-handedly gave Robert that win. So he has to get that stud of the week. But the more serious stud of the week, and last week I got a lot of flack from the boys that I gave, I was biased and I gave the stud of the week to DK Metcalf. Uh, but this week, I can 100% guarantee you that my my starting running back, Derrick Henry, deserves the stud of the week with 38 points, the number one fantasy football player of the week. 
deserves it with an amazing performance. He gets the set of the week. Um, and yeah. So yeah, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching, depending on what platform you are. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It, it would help the um, it helped the whole it helped the channel out a lot. And uh, yeah, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and goodbye.